0: Chapter 10 of the Cliff Climbers This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Cliff Climbers by Thomas Maine Reed, Chapter 10 Osaru on the Obelisk The moment after, Osaru stood upon the summit of the obelisk, but even there he was far from being confident of security for the pursuer had not abandoned the hope of being able to reach him on the contrary the infuriated animal on finding itself bulked by the worthlessness of the fabric composing the skirt of the shikari spitefully tossed a piece of cloth from its trunk and rearing itself on its hind legs threw its body into an erect attitude with its forefeet resting high up against the rock one might have fancied that it was about to climb the obelisk and this it would certainly have done had the thing been possible as it was however ossaroo was not out of danger for as the elephant stood on its hind legs with its prehensile proboscis extended to the full length the tip of the latter was not more than six inches from the soles of his feet the shikari stood upright like a statue on his pedestal though unlike to a statue in his features which were anything but unmoved on the contrary his countenance exhibited the utmost consternation and no wonder for he could plainly perceive that should the elephant succeed in lengthening his carcase only another twelve inches he himself would be brushed from the summit like a fly in fearful suspense therefore did he stand contemplating the monster which was making every effort to reach him these efforts were made with as much sagacity as energy not only did the quadruped erect itself to its greatest height standing as one might say upon his toes but on finding that it was not tall enough it fell back upon all fours and then reared up afresh in an endeavour to stretch still higher several times did it repeat the attempt on each occasion trying a different side of the rock as if in hopes that a greater elevation of the ground round the base might give it that advantage of twelve inches which it required for seizing its victim fortunately for ossaroo the elephant had reached its very highest on first rearing up and though it kept going round and round the rock from no side could it do more than just touch with the top of its trunk the edge of the little flat space upon which the feet of the shikaree were resting osaru was beginning to be satisfied with this fact and probably might have come to believe himself secure in his position but for a circumstance that was making him uneasy it was that standing upon such a limited surface a pedestal whose diameter was but little over the length of his own feet, he found it exceedingly difficult to keep his balance. Had he been on the ground there would have been no difficulty about it, but, perched as he was, full twenty feet aloft, the thing was quite different, and with nerves unstrung by the fearful danger that threatened him below, it was just as much as he could do to keep his equilibrium. Though only a mild Hindu, osaru was possessed of a higher degree of courage and most of his life having been spent as a shikari he had become well inured to the risk of losing it had he been a coward or unused to such perils as at that moment surrounded him he would in all likelihood have succumbed through fear and toppled helplessly over upon the shoulders of the merciless monster that was threatening to destroy him with all his bravery, however, it was just as much as he could do to keep his balance. Unfortunately, in climbing up the rock, he had been compelled to abandon his boar's spear. Else, with that, he might have supported himself. His long knife was still in his belt, and this he drew forth, not with the design of using it upon his antagonist, but only the better to balance himself it is true he would have been fine to take a chop or two at the gristly proboscis of the elephant but he dare not bend his body into a stooping attitude lest his centre of gravity might get beyond the supporting base and thus bring about the result he dreaded no other course remained for him than to preserve his body in an upright attitude and conscious of this fact he braced his nerves to the utmost and maintained himself erect and rigid as a statue of bronze, End of Chapter Ten.